Hey, I'm Amy Atkinson, and it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence to focus on growing my online business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. This podcast gives you all the tried and tested ways to grow your business through social media and digital marketing. You'll hear all my home truths and challenges, but also how to navigate them. It's time to get you seen, so let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this month's podcast. So today I have the incredible Johanna de Reuter. She is somebody I met whilst traveling virtually (laughs) in Sydney. So we are on opposite sides of the world, and we were literally just talking about how hilarious it is that she might send something through at midnight for me. Equally, I'm doing the exact same thing for her. So it's like ships in the night. Anyway, Johanna's background is actually in theatre and performance, but she realised she had a speciality in translating this incredible skill set to support people in learning to communicate dynamically with their audiences. So she's designed and delivered training and coaching programs for some huge companies such as Vodafone, Coca-Cola, GlaxoSmithKline, and a whole load of other companies that she shared with me. But she is now a public speaking coach with Fearless Communicators too. So we are incredibly lucky to have her on and talk to us. So thanks for coming, Johanna. Yes, thanks, Amy. It's a pleasure. (laughs) <laughs> Absolute pleasure to be here. I love these conversations. Yeah, oh, it's all good fun having you on. So we're actually going to be talking today about pitching and how you can pitch yourself, how you can have more confidence around pitching. So mm-hmm. I think one of the first things that people often ask me when they are basically trying to sell themselves or sell their business is what do they what to even include and not go a bit crazy and not have too much. Mm, yes yeah well it's always a good question as well because um you know it depends on the time uh you've got I always find that uh you know and it's anywhere really with pitching what the minimum's probably a minute I think in Athena it's about a minute isn't it a minute up to maximum you know five minutes yeah and um so, you know, there's different views on this from a fearless um, uh, view because we've actually, uh, through COVID, we threw out the pitch and we summoned up the stitch. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I yes. feel like you might have to explain that to me. I think I might. I think I might. <laughs> Because what we noticed with this shift to going online and networking was that, um, uh, you know, there was just a a kind of a pattern that kept occurring with people introducing themselves, what they did. And at some point, given the dynamics of Zoom, which is different to being in the room, uh, where you get all that other body language and energy that's moving around the room and you get the whole room, you know, all of that. Um, that there was a a zone out that started to happen. So we explored, how do we wake this up? How do we, you need to wake up your audience before you talk about what you do, because otherwise you're just another person with another title doing another, I'm another public speaker, I'm another coach, you're another digital media, um, uh, social media uh, uh, coach. You know, so how do you stand out? 
Yeah. But before you stand out, how do you wake your audience up? So yeah. we came up um, in our stitch, uh, which I haven't yet explained, which so I'll go back to that. Um, uh, we came up with uh, something called wowing your audience. First up, create a wow. Mm. What we mean by a wow is disrupt the pattern somehow. So you, there's different ways we train people who are training in our stitch to do that, to think about using a, a statistic of some sort. For instance, I'll, uh, one of the statistics we use is that, um, uh, what is, uh, now I've forgotten the statistic, I haven't had a break coming off holidays. 70% of the people claim they have um, no fear of public speaking and we believe the rest are lying. You're playing around with um, statistics or a bold fact. Something that I use sometimes is public speaking is good for your health. It stimulates your immune system. You know, so I would come in with that as, so people go, what, what, wait on. She didn't just say her name and tell me what she did. And then I say, I'm Johanna de Reuter and I'm a fearless communicator coach. And what I do is support people to stimulate your, the audience yeah. through our program. So that's part of our approach to throwing out the pitch. Our stitch approach is how you integrate your story into your pitching. That's hence a stitch. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and it depends how much time you've got. So to your question about what's important to um, add in, of course, it's important to say your name, but it's also important to, to have a sense of it's not only what you say, it's how you say it that is really another important element in the communication of your pitch. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're so right, because I sit on Zoom call after Zoom call after Zoom call, and you have to really concentrate to keep listening to people yes. and to give the first person and the last person the same level in, of engagement yes. um, without, yeah, and actually listen to what they're saying. And that makes total sense that you would need to say something that not ruffles a few feathers, that's kind of the wrong phrase, but just something that disruptive we call yeah, it yeah yeah it disrupts it disrupts the, yes yeah. yes wait on did they just say they might even miss it yeah you know but that's okay they'll go what 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 and yeah. they'll bring attention for you to then say hi i'm johanna de Reuter. i'm yeah. from fearless communicators i coach people to stimulate you know in public speaking um so yeah. yeah yeah it's that and and it's actually really important as a speaker full stop to be aware of these patterns that we fall into with our voice mm. um, so that's another element of uh, uh, of engagement actually uh, because uh, we our brain is very lazy basically yeah. and it will just fall into certain patterns of listening so if you've got if you fall into a particular pattern with your speaking you know monotony of course is something to avoid the <laughs> above all else try not to be <laughs> monotonous and there's you know, varying degrees of that. So remembering to have more variety in your speaking is really important. Yeah, yeah. And adding silences and pauses is the ultimate yes. in raising anticipation and bringing focus back. Yeah, 
so I was literally just telling you before we got on the podcast and started recording about um, an event I went to last night and another one of the speakers, she was impeccable at the pauses to the point where the entire room of, I don't know, maybe three, four hundred people are literally waiting. What's she going to say next? Yes. Everyone just suddenly, it was weird. It was like a sudden movement of everyone's shoulders like yeah right to yes what's she going to say next yeah (laughs) and she just looked the way she sort of commanded and looked at the room Mm. it was it was yeah it was amazing it really was amazing um okay so then another question I get asked is how to even bring up your business in the first place so how do you even turn a normal conversation per se into you essentially pitching does that make sense yeah well that's yeah again they're kind of tricky questions are they because it depends on the context and yeah the relationship you're developing and you know there's kind of a time isn't there to pitch that yeah. is is a sense really I mean we uh, you know we are we tend to try and be a well. Our whole focus towards public speaking and and um, pitching is to shift the attention from you to your audience, to being of service. What is the service that you are providing? How can you be of service to your audience? What is the why? Yeah. What is it that you want uh, to to make them feel to be of you know to support them in? So. Yeah. It's a fine balance of, of being uh, in that type of relationship and, and for those moments to emerge from that relationship to speak about what you do. Yeah, it's almost so, being yeah. interested, not interesting. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's great. That's a great um, uh, uh, clarification because yeah. it is. It is about be interested more than trying to be interesting yeah and actually from that relationship it does emerge and and to trust and if it doesn't emerge then it may not be the right time mm. you know to, yeah but so I to, guess to it's be... about is it asking asking them questions to then really hear yes. what they're saying and therefore yes. how you could help them fix or potentially not fix, but potentially not fix. help them challenge with their challenges whatever it is that's right and it may not be you you but might you be able to know, oh, you know I know someone yeah yes. um, yeah so you know people remember that yeah they so do so in they the do. end it, it's really it's a different um uh, it's just a little tweak really and the tweak is away from you <laughs> mm. and putting it and, and tweaking toward being in relationship we yeah. call it audience focused speaking so a lot of our when you go through our program our stitch program we do quite a bit of time reflecting on on who it is you're speaking to and what it is you want them to feel you want to while a, we're, sorry go on yeah go on I was just going to say, do you want to talk a little bit about your program so that anybody that's listening, if they're interested, they can keep it in the back of their mind while we finish Absolutely. Well, got more questions to go through? But yes, yeah. it would be worth you just covering that, I think. 
Yes, yeah, you know, you're right. It's absolutely, um, uh, yeah, it's a great program. And yeah, yeah. Okay, so the program I'm, refer I'm referencing in, in, um, in what we're speaking about is called Your Story Now. And uh, Your Story Now is, is an opportunity really for entrepreneurs to, or, or thought leaders to create this stitch. And, uh, and it brings together um, uh, your you know, uh, body, mind, uh, well, grounded in body, present of mind, speaking into the spirit of our uh, shared humanity. So it's, it's a, a wonderful program. We're doing this program now. We, well, in fact, it birthed within COVID. So the stitch and the Your Story now birthed within COVID, within the shifting of dynamics and how we're meeting. Um, and uh, yeah, we've run now these programs for, uh, through the whole of COVID, taking groups relatively small, anywhere, anywhere between six to 12 people, lots of coaches in there talking, uh, uh, you know, there's a great story about actually um, one of the programs last year, a, a wonderful coach who was um, uh, sharing his story and out of that, of course, someone who was listening, because what, we, pardon me, I'm jumping ahead here, it's coming out of holiday mode, I must be, my thoughts are not as... I think we're um, all feeling, aren't we? <laughs> I should admit I've been to the beach and swimming in the ocean. Sorry, oh, audiences, sorry, if you're, you're in the UK. <laughs> Summer here in Australia, but it does make you kind of a bit wavy. So um, our programs, the Your Story Now is, you know, we start with a weekend intensive and we dig deep into your story and your audience and all sorts of in your mind and how you prepare yourself as a speaker. Um, and then we have uh, two different um, coaching sessions on, on your content and your story and getting that really crisp. And then on how your presence of how you're, you're speaking that, because of course they work in unison and it often gets forgotten yeah. with public speakers. They focus so much on what they're going to say, what they're going to say, what they're going to say. And really the work is letting go of that then and how you're going to show up within those words. So we do all that and then we culminate in a, um, a showcase and that gets videoed and people then get a professionally made video for social media uh, coming out of that edited uh, video. Brilliant. And that's in that. person, isn't it? The... No, it's on, oh, on it's Zoom. Online. Oh, fantastic. It's so online. Anybody yeah, can yeah. join that. Then, Anyone can do it. Yeah, you, yeah, you just yeah, might yeah. be up at 3am, but that's okay. <laughs> that if you're a committed the... person to your business, <laughs> you will get up at 3am. <laughs> Although, remember people, I'm in Australia um, uh, and uh, Fearless Communicators is based in the US. So ah. that time frame may be a little bit more friendly. So if it is oh, something that speaks to you as you listen, then you know reach out and I can put you in contact or go to the Fearless Communicators website and uh, and register to to have a conversation because um yeah it's a it's a great program and yeah. I mean, there's lots I could say about it. Um, <laughs> you could talk all day. It's your. Baby. I could, obviously, <laughs> but it is. A, there's a yeah. It's a. It's a really. It actually, you know, it change. It has changed people's uh, worlds. Actually, mm -hmm. having that opportunity to go into their story, um, you know, and really understand why you do what you do, and then to be able to speak that and in such a um, punchy, concise manner. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, it it does sound amazing. It's definitely mm. something on my to do list this year. Yes. Um, one question that people 
maybe not question actually this is more of an observation that I've noticed mm -hmm. um <clears throat> if you're a seasoned networker you might find saying your your minute or your pitch whatever you want to say quite easy mm -hmm. we've already covered how to make it more interesting by talking about what to include in the pitch and your, mm. your story and your wow um mm. but some people do still get really nervous and they need mm. to build their confidence or perhaps yes. if it's new and they need to command a room or or an online yeah. virtual room yes um, they just don't really know how to do that so have you got any yes. tips around nerves or just building people's confidence like what can they do maybe before the meeting or just in general absolutely absolutely and and that's that's a really uh, good point you make already in terms of managing those nerves is is preparation mm -hmm. what they can do beforehand because again yeah. you know in our work with public speakers so much goes on what they're going to say you know <laughs> there's so much that goes on what yeah. people are going to say generally um, uh, that uh, they don't attend to all sorts of things as actors we know are vitally important Mm -hmm. uh, and part of that is rehearsal and preparation, or we call it warm up. Even I'm an improviser. I, I work uh, improvising on stage and we do warm up and preparation. We yeah. rehearse regularly to prepare to be improvised. Yeah. You know, because it takes a certain, um, uh, we call it warm up. What do you, you know, we like in a sport, it's it's the same thing. You need to warm up your muscles to be able to move. Every every well every sport will have some sort of a warm up preparation. So yeah, first of all, definitely do some time um, preparing. Part of that preparation is letting go of your words. Mm. <laughs> you know, I always quote um, Kate Blanchett. Uh, that Australian actress is quite well known, yeah. very well known, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she, or I remember reading um, her talking about going on stage uh, to do live theatre, and she said, "Well, all I do in the before I'm going on in the very last, you know, after two hours before you go on, is I'm not going over lines. I'm just getting present. Mm. And so what we like mean, that. yeah." about what that means in practice is things like breathing is things like warming attending to your body because your body actually is the biggest gift you've got in getting present because you know there's a lot of talk about getting present and take a few breaths and that's important but it is a the easier way is to bring attention to your body yeah and would and, that be and, like thinking about your feet touching the floor? That's right. Like it's it's actually, yep. It's doing things like stretching a little bit and um, feeling your senses. It, it is, it's quite a shift for us, particularly as speakers, if you are nervous, because as I said, there's a lot of holding onto what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this, I'm going to, it's like a life, life raft. And we're saying, let go of that life raft and learn to float. Yeah. or learn to swim and part of swimming is learning to float so um, a, a great practice to start integrating is 
bringing attention to your body and your senses, what you feel in your body. And then your breath is, of course, very important. Starting to breathe in through your nose, into your belly, as opposed to your diet, your chest. Yeah. Three fingers under your belly button. If you can't get there, lean against a wall and push the wall. It'll help you get your your that mechanism going because it for some people that's a tricky mechanism if you tend towards overexcitement or nerves. Well, like I'm so, breathing with you now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. You can feel it now. Yeah. Take a breath through. Allow your belly to expand, which is, you know, we don't all want that, but then the payoff is huge. If you <laughs> <There's> the floor. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> no one can see. <laughs> no one can see. So all of that is great to do. And then of course your voice. We also do a lot of warm-up and preparation with your voice because your breath and your voice are very connected. And ideally, and people often say this about actors, we have very deep voices because we do a lot of practice with voice and opening it all up, um, your vocal cords, but it's very connected to your breath. So the deeper you're able to breathe, the more full you're able to get a voice as well. Rather than a squeeze out. Yeah. And he's going to say, and then you run out of breath. Yeah. Oh, God. So, I definitely um, do do that sometimes. I need to <laughs> remember yes. to breathe. It, it is absolutely. It, it abs I do too. It, it happens to us all because it's our fight and flight mechanism. Yeah. Because very basically, standing in front of an audience is not programmed into our brain really right. to stand yeah. out as individuals because you're yeah. outside of the group and all your brain wants you to do is to belong and be yeah. safe. Yeah. So you are working against that dynamic. That's why we all get that excitement. Mm. Yeah. And trained speakers, uh, you know, are, are really using all these techniques to ground and prepare and breathe do the preparation so that out there you can be as full and connected and in relationship as possible. I have a question that I didn't actually ask you beforehand, but I, um, so I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but I'm quite a handsy person. I'm literally oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that are listening to this doing jazz hands <laughs> in front yes, of your yeah. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I speak, I do use my hands quite a lot. And yes. I know through programs that I've done before, I need to do less of that because it can be distracting. And I actually do know quite a few other people who do listen to the podcast who are similar. Do you have any tips as to what somebody could do with their hands to stop being jazz hand central? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's interesting that I mean, you hear a lot. I mean, I, you know, I do. I have done a lot of training with uh, speakers and. Some people are just, you know, their hands are just by their side. Yeah, yeah. But that's almost just, distracting and they say, itself. Yeah, that is definitely distracting in itself. And and they say, I, I just don't know what to do with them. So, <laughs> and this is a bit the same. I just don't know what to do with them. Um, so, yeah, we, a lot of, a lot of using your hand is, is uh, again, this idea of preparation and, being um, aware of your intention so 
you know, we spend a bit of time as actors, particularly it changes everything you say is when you're aware of, well, you know, what is it I want? What is the impact I want to have here? What is the relationship I want to convey? And when you start to do that, it, it allows your body to be more congruent, really. So you want to start to be definite with your hands. And, and part of this is that excitement energy. <laughs> so part of that is telling you, I just need to take a breath here as well. Yeah. And ground into my body, feel my feet on the ground. Yeah. You're I'm, laughing. So I'm sorry, sorry. I'm just I'm laughing and I'm I'm ex- trying to explain to people while I'm laughing because obviously this is audio. Johanna is in in front of me, obviously on Zoom. She's got her hands by her head and she's just waving at me frantically. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh god, it's hilarious. People can't say that. But it's like... <laughs> it's so true like I do uh, sometimes my arms are like right up above my head and I'm like oh I don't know I'm just I am very all over the place in my hands but that's interesting so you can still use them but you use them to emphasize something you're yes, saying to emphasize, that's right to emphasize so so what and and you know part of that is is that to you and that's beautiful as well so I'm you know it it there's no hard and fast rules with that, yeah. I find. You know, part of that is your excitement, your passion. You've got that joy. And that's, you know, I I, I say give permission to that. Yeah. You know, I find it worse when people don't use anything. I think, yeah. you know, don't use any expression. It's important to use your hands because hands are actually, again, on that um, uh, uh, neurological level, they're very important hands on our very, uh, for our reptilian brain. Because, you know, we're all, our brain is all about keeping us safe. And if we don't see your hands, we don't know if you've got a weapon or not somewhere, somewhere in those, you know, deep, dark (laughs) corridors of our um, uh, DNA. So they are very important to use Um, and and starting to be more intentional and direct and clear with how you use them is, is useful sometimes, but above all, use them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. That makes me feel so much better. Okay. Great. Yes. Very important for all sorts of, there's been research with teachers using hands and not, Mm. and, and teachers who use hands to emphasize things. Uh, The kids were able to absorb the information more and it stayed for longer. So yeah, they're very important. That's so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, One of the other things that people mention um, is that they they seem to be able to do okay with a pitch or speaking in person, which I find interesting because I'm so much better online than I am in person. Anyway, that's just mm. But a lot of people are struggling with this online move and still being able to command space or come across in the way they want to come across um do you have any thoughts uh or advice around pitching online versus pitching in person yeah there is a difference definitely and uh part of it is i mean i and i you know without knowing what their 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 challenges are um uh, you know, part of it is things like how you uh, situate your camera, etc., to be seen. Yeah. Um, 
and and again, I always you can see me, but the audience can't. I always encourage people actually to um, at least see the top part of your body so you can bring your hands in because hands are very important. Okay. So I always encourage people to bring their hands in so they show them at, in different uh, moments. Um, part of them is, you know, technology, the uh, te technical aspects around having good speakers, etc. Yeah. Um, you know, things like looking at the camera is important. Uh, and then there's also this other, you know, I, uh, in my, I've, I work with a theatre company and it's been interesting Half the company are comfortable going online and exploring performing online. Half the company are just not. And I found this with lots of different groups I've talked to. Some people just do not resonate <laughs> for whatever reason with online communication. Yeah, because some people just really don't like it, do they? Really don't like it. And I don't quite understand it because to me it's a, it's another form. And so there are, and I was saying, yes, there are adaptations working within the confines of the camera, you know, but to me, it's essentially the same. So I, I get a little bit confused about that. You know, some of the same principles would apply in terms of what we've covered in, in terms of being aware of disrupting, being aware of the rhythms of communication and making sure you've got variety to keep people engaged. Mm. Uh, part of it is you know having a sense of you know audience related communication like thinking about your audience and looking at them feeling like you're actually you are engaging with them look for that give moments for them to respond in fact in ask them to respond so this whole thing about people turning off their cameras I, I basically insist that you have to have your camera on or leave the session really because you would never, ever go into a meeting with someone and sit with your back turned. <laughs> no, that's so true. You wouldn't do it. No, it's, it's so just, true. You know, and it, 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 it depends on if you're just delivering, not just, but if you're delivering you, the intention of your communication, if you're delivering just information, maybe you don't need that engagement. But if you want to influence people, you need to, you need to see people. You need to engage people. You need to think about how you're engaging people through storytelling, through pausing, through disrupt, you know, disruption, either jokes or, or, or something to disrupt or ask a question or add a pause or put on some music and say, let's have a break and, you know, turn off your camera, have a wild dance, whatever. Yeah. To keep it, uh, to, to keep energy alive. And that's in yourself as well. One thing and I don't, this might be one of those things where I irritate people when I say this, but um, if I always think if you put your camera off, what are you doing? What are you yes. hiding? Are you yes. even in the room? Therefore, are yes. you here just Absolutely. to sort of prove a point that you're here and you're not listening? Yes. Maybe you're, I don't know, doing emails or you could be just got out the shower and naked and getting dressed because therefore you shouldn't you, there's no need for you yes. to be in that meeting that's right it's, um, it's there's a certain level of disrespect that yeah I, yeah I, 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 like I tend to yes I, I will call out not call out that you're being disrespectful but to invite people to engage or not engage and if you choose to not engage 
you know, it might, you know, maybe it's, you're, it's not the time to be here with us. Yeah. So, you know, feel invited to leave. <laughs> yeah. And, and or, the thing is, is, you can just sort of be, be respectful of your own time as well. Because clearly, if you're not sat there at your, your desk or whatever your comfy place is to be present mm. in a meeting online, then, and you, you don't have your camera on, it probably is because you're doing something else. So, Respect yes. your time and focus on whatever it is that you actually need to do rather than being two places yes. at once because actually multitasking is the devil. <laughs> yes. Well, it doesn't. It, it's ineffective anyway. It's been yeah. so proven yeah. over and over now. It just doesn't work. And, you know, in terms of public speaking, this, you know, we work with being present of mind to be as present as possible. And, to, and as a speaker, that's what you want to try and do with your audience is how do you how to maintain that ability because again going back to our mind and how it works the mind wanders you know 45 seconds out of every minute or something so you know it's really is you really need to keep people engaged either with great ideas and great context it's a combination of everything um, and setting setting up the uh, the experience to work for you you know yeah. that's the same as public speaking i for people who don't feel confident yeah, once upon a time when we were, walked into the room, I always encourage people to go into the room if you can and get comfortable with the space that you're speaking with. That's within. a good idea. Yeah. To see yourself up there, use your imagination to see yourself, go through yourself running, you know, in, uh, seeing yourself speak, how you're going to feel, how they're going to feel, and or if it's possible to go up and stand up there and just get a feel of, of, of the space. And it's similar online to set yourself up and for, for, for you know, to, to create the conditions that will work for you and for others, of course. Like some people, there are reasons people can't turn on the camera. So I'm not, you know, I'm, of course, as long as you're in relationship with them. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's that people that just won't turn on the camera, won't say anything. It's a, it's a, creates a strange dynamic. Yeah. Um, we are digressing, aren't yes, we? Yes, um, a little you bit. You did say something earlier about looking into the camera, and that is that is something that I think is so important because yes. And the thing is, it's the same on social media. If people go live on on Facebook or they live on Instagram or whatever, and yes. they are looking at themselves on screen as opposed to looking in the camera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a time. Some people turn uh, turn the camera off so that they're really audience focused, just looking at um, the audience. That helps. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, so you're not that. looking at yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I sometimes do that if I'm performing improv. I won't because I'm working as an ensemble, but that's a different thing. Public yeah. speaking, I'll often do that. Just turn my camera off and and be in relationship and because it is it does get distracting looking at oneself yeah. um and there are i was someone told me recently i'm um, uh, about a new um a new device for speaking so that you're not having to look at your webcam but you're actually speaking looking straight into the center of your computer your computer screen that's come out that it's a little webcam camera um I can try and find, yeah, yeah. The, and, and they are people I work with who also do, um, we train and do presentations with groups all over the world. Um, and uh, they, they're saying they're finding it really useful as a way. 
because you're just speaking straight into the to the screen rather than yeah. you know at the yeah. moment and looking in the camera and looking at the camera for people's reactions that's right and, yeah yeah. Yes, okay. I can find that and share it with you if you want to share it with your audience. It would just take me a moment yes, to find it. I can't great. remember what it's called. That would be fantastic. And just so just before we wrap up, were there any other general tips around being ready to pitch or do you feel like you've given everything that you can think of away? <laughs> <laughs> There's tons more. Yeah, um, I was going to say, how do, we've got five minutes. I know. Let me give you everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, yeah, look, I, one, of the, one of the top uh, tips really, no matter, um, for any speaker really, is this, this practice of getting more present. It really, because it's a, and it is a, it's almost a cultural shift because we're so trained to be thinking, 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 thinking. And the, the, the paradox of being present is letting go of your thinking and being more <laughs> in the moment and in relationship, because that will enable you to speak more clearly, to connect with people. So it, it feels counterintuitive but that would be my strongest encouragement. And the first, one of the first steps is bringing your attention into your body, your feet, your hands, your body in space as you communicate and remembering, because that will help you come to your breath. And or some people, if you've got a breathing practice, some people do to keep that going and then to expand that into your body because okay. it's, it's not just words when you're speaking, it's everything. It, we use everything to communicate, voice, breath, pause, um, gesture, facial expressions. So, yeah. yes, yeah. there would be. Okay. And it's often for public speakers forgotten. Yeah. Or yeah, overlooked. I can imagine. Yeah. And also, yeah. one thing, I guess, is work on one thing at a time and just yes. keep practicing because yes. Um, I know I'm definitely no expert. I'm definitely not an expert in this. But I remember when I first learned about public speaking and, and um, being out on stage, and there is all of those things that you've just said mm -hmm. to think about. And I, I just suddenly got overwhelmed and I was like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> worse yes. than I was before because I was like well I need to think about my tonality I need to think about what I'm saying I need to think about my hands I need mm. to think about my feet I need to think about my stance <laughs> I need to think about walking from left to yes. right and scanning the room yeah. with my eyes and all of those things mm. um but actually when I realized that I just needed to focus on one thing at a time and everything yeah. else just had to stay the same it be suddenly became slightly easier to yes to do yes, really absolutely because it there is a lot to think about to be the best or amazing at commanding a room and and speaking whether, well whether it's online or in person mm, mm, mm. um but yeah it takes practice it, it takes practice and, and that's such a great point amy um to just start with one thing that that's why i feel the best thing to start with is your body and getting more present as a speaker and you can do that in every moment of your day yes you know well that's a little bit 
but you know we're always in relationship with people to just spend a little a moment to just suddenly shift attention from thinking or reading and just feel your feet you know just feel your hands on your chair uh, yeah there's more we could say but that's oh, another yeah, conversation definitely. yeah absolutely <laughs> Johanna, thank you so much for coming on. It's been so fun. Um, mm. you, you're having just said about how I'm very handy. You're very good and definite with your hands. And I've really mm. watched that as the rest of the podcast has been recorded. And yeah, it's helped. It's really, really amazing. So I definitely recommend to anybody listening to this who mm struggles with nerves confidence pitching whatever mm. it is around this area check fearless communicators out because that course will 100% be worth your while I can Absolutely. just tell just by having this conversation yes. with you Hannah so thank you so much for coming on um pleasure I'll just jump in there just to say, yes. if you go to the, the fearlesscommunicators.com website, uh, if you go down, scroll down the bottom, you'll get a, a great um, giveaway of some uh, speaker prepare tips that oh, we work brilliant. with with all our speakers, 10 tips to, to start being in the practice of. So feel very welcome to do that. Yes, great idea. Great idea. Thank you so much. And I will see you all next month. Oh.